0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to the latest issue of Comic Book Gentlemen, the podcast where we use our decades of being giant nerds to talk about the most divisive issues in the comic book fandom. I'm your host, Greg, joined by my constant co-host, Dave. Hello. And today we are joined by our third guest, I believe, on the podcast, Trey
1: Lapushinsky. Ooh, under ten. I under feel, ten. I feel great.
0: Yeah. Yeah, We're it's... very selective. Right, yeah, yeah. Takes them like. Oh, he said yes. Okay. Yeah. Well, <laughs> <one>. <laughs> well, so yeah, uh, I'm sure you've all seen the title of this podcast. Basically, our uh, theme for this podcast is getting back into comics. And you might be asking yourself, Dave and Greg. You guys read a shit ton of comics, what do you mean you're getting back into it? So we're actually, that's why we brought Trey in for this podcast, because he recently Mm -hmm. uh, got back into comics. So before we get into the dirty details of that, Trey, let's start with your base, your foundation. What got you into comics, and what what were you reading back in the day type of thing?
1: Honestly, my base for, like, I'm a huge nerd across the board. And uh, a lot of people would, like, look at me before they talk to me and not know. Giant guy, huge beard. They're like, oh, there's no way, right? But the fact is, is it kind of all started when I was young with pro wrestling. Mm -hmm. Uh, Pro wrestling was something where, you know, my mom worked three jobs. It was just me and her. When she's leaving she knows I'll be good to just kind of sit down. You know, there's a babysitter there, obviously. She doesn't leave me by myself. Yeah. But, you know, I'm sitting down and just, you know, watching and and consuming this larger-than-life, uh, you know, television program. And, and that was Raw specifically, Monday Night Raw, which is still going on today. But, like, how that kind of... I've been thinking about this all week since he asked me to be on the podcast. Because I think, honestly, pro wrestling has one of the craziest fan bases of, like, all type of fan but You can compare it to Kiss fan base. You can compare it to comics, like, across the board. And I, I think, though, it has a, a real weird spot in pop culture, specifically with nerds. I find, like, not everyone's into it, but, like, I, I find a lot of people who are into pro wrestling will branch off into thing like Magic the Gathering, which I play, comic books, which I read, kind of thing. <laughs> and, and when I was younger, I think just what happened is... I was uh, I was watching wrestling, and there was this wrestler named The Hurricane. And Hurricane had this Green Lantern tattoo right on his side, and he was a comic book character. And he would come in, and he'd be like, I'm the Hurricane. And he'd be like, what's up with that? And that was his character. That's the only thing he did. And from there, I kind of saw that character, and like I was reading WWE magazines, WWF at the time. And then... I realized that he was a huge comic book fan, and he was, like, talking about it a lot. And his name's Shane Helms. Yeah. And from there, it just kind of snowballed. Like, And obviously, as a kid, too, I was watching X-Men. I watched Spider-Man on TV. I had, like, I, I remember specifically, because I'm also a huge toy collector, I had this, like, 7-inch bust of Cyclops. And I also had a saber tooth and a Wolverine, mm-hmm. but I remember the saber tooth I put in the dryer and it ended up like getting destroyed. Oh, no. But and like being of uh, like a toy collector now, it's like oh, I wish I still had those, could repaint the <laughs> them and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, I understand. But I always was in comic books, but more so with TV yeah. and the toys as a kid. I never and like Batman figures too, mm-hmm. and I never actually read comics. And then it kind of it just it just worked together where I found. Watching the hurricane, reading about that kind of snowballed into me starting to read comics. I would say around it's probably like seven, eight years old. Oh yeah. And um, if from there, it was it's basically Spider-Man. That
0: was the thing when I was younger. Spider-Man, X-Man. I wasn't super into. Here's a big debate, Dave and I have all the time. Mm-hmm. Regular Spider-Man, Ultimate Spider-Man. what you reading?
1: So I was gonna get to that. Okay, sorry. Continue. Because. Right now, currently, I am rereading Ultimate Spider-Man, yeah. and it's pretty good. <laughs> it's, it's pretty good. Yeah. I told you, Dave. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm really enjoying, it. and I have a couple questions from there too because I want to talk about switching up origin stories. Okay, when you're doing a, a, a like you're going into another series of Spider-Man or what have you, yeah. mm-hmm. we'll get to that. Okay, anyway, sorry, sorry, but yeah, no, 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 no worries. Just, just but leading there, I mean. It just, it was me reading comic books a lot, you know, by myself a lot, watching pro wrestling, collecting toys, and eventually realized, no, this doesn't happen to all nerds, realized that I really liked females and partying with my friends around high school, and I actually dropped, like, pro wrestling is a huge part of my life, and it always has been, but when I was, like, 17, it was partying with my buddies, Hanging out with females and skateboarding—that and was wow. Awesome. You went full teenager. Yeah, like I, I was. That was all I did. I stopped watching pro wrestling; it wasn't cool anymore. Yeah, Stop reading yeah. comic books. Still go see the movies because that's yeah. what everyone's talking yeah, about. Yeah, but you know, that's I just threw that away essentially. And um, in my twenties, which I'm still in right now, <laughs> I got a month left. But as I was, I don't know, just like as I started kind of growing and in life and in my career i just started getting more and more comfortable with who i am to be honest and i just went back to what i loved and and basically can i swear on this podcast yeah go ahead and basically said i don't give a fuck what people think anymore like this is what i liked like i remember i an ex-girlfriend i had she was watching total total divas it's a reality tv show of women's wrestlers just (laughs) doing everyday life yeah they decided to capitalize on it i'm watching it and I just start like listing off these wrestlers who like weren't around when I was watching TV, but I've, with un unbeknownst to me, I was kind of keeping track, I guess, oh, yeah. and I kind of like knew who they were, and then I started seeing some of their matches and like storylines going on that they were carrying onto the show, which I thought was really cool, and I just I went headfirst back into wrestling. Oh, yeah. so around 24, 25 years old, I just went deep. To the point where I'm watching Japanese wrestling. (laughs) I'm I'm watching stuff in Europe. Like, I'm getting really big into it. And then I started collecting toys again. And I was going to absolutely every single, you know, uh, whether it be every Marvel movie Mm -hmm. in the MCU. Mm -hmm. And then I would go see your Batmans and things like that. And uh, from there, I would say it took a couple years, but I'm still keeping track of... You know what's going on in the MCU anything comic book wise more so in the mainstream yep. like not actually physically reading yep. but more so watching the, the like the TV series and watching the movies yep. and from there I was you know I'd have it on Instagram where I'd have you know like the Marvel facts or mm-hmm. comicbook.com or the Nerdist and like so I'm seeing all this stuff on comic books and like I said it's just my whole life it's always been there and also, during this time, I would say from in, like, my 20s as well, I was reading graphic novels, but not more so, like, like, Marvel, DC. I was, I was a huge Walking Dead fan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Huge fan of the comics. Uh, and then it just kept going and going. And at a point, <laughs> after the Negan stuff happened, I just kind of stopped. And then I was Why the Last Man, which is, a like great, great mm. graphic novel. I haven't watched the show yet that got canceled. Don't horrible. Oh, was? <laughs> yeah, that don't. I was on... I, I was... I was started reading stuff about Why the Last Man Again because it popped in my yeah. head because I talk about that comic series yeah. like so much. And I just loved I just loved it. And I knew they were doing a show. They announced it like last year or the year prior. Yeah. And then, I don't know, I was looking on Google and I was like, I yelled to my fiancé. I'm just like, dang, they made the show. Like, it was already done. It was already canceled. Yeah. And I haven't watched it yet. And I'm like, what the... What, yeah. It's here. And I read... Okay, stop on my story for a second. I read that they... like. I thought that the show was good, but they just decided to cancel, it, so it wasn't
0: good. So what? Yeah. From what I heard of it, it was a it was a, a victim of COVID, mm-hmm. where it's it like what I heard they went too. they went to go film it, but the way they had to film it because of COVID restrictions, they couldn't do everything they needed to do to match the comic book. Like like obviously you're not going to go yeah. one for one for the comic book, yeah. but yeah, just the scale they were trying to hit, they couldn't do with COVID restrictions. So it ended up just being a garbage show, oh, no. and so it's like no, it's dead, and it's just like there you go. I mean, admittedly, like. Why The Last Man has really weird parts it in does, it? That I was like, I was gonna, like, say. I was but, gonna say like, but, how do they get that in the TV show? But we've talked about
2: this before. Like, I mean, there's so much, uh, you know, like these these pop culture shows that now that are popping up a lot, and and I'll I'll be hearing you know people talk about it at work, or you know, friends will be like, oh, did you check the show? And I was like, oh yeah, I read the graphic novel. And they're like, what are you talking about? Right? Yeah. Is is this was the fear? Yeah. Was that it started getting so popular that everybody's just grabbing stuff, mm. and you got something yeah. like that's good, Mm -hmm. that that if done well, would have been amazing. People just snap, just grabbing it up Mm -hmm. and just churning it out as quick as they can. And there's so much garbage out there now, even when the content itself should have been amazing. That's the thing with Why The Last
1: Man, like, that's a hard one. And I hope they revive it, but it could be... I think it should be a movie, but there's a potential to ruin it with the movie, so I I don't know.
0: The problem with that is, like, the it spreads the time period it spreads is so long. I think yeah. the, I think it's like ten years or something oh, yeah. like that, from start yeah. to finish or yeah. something. Because so I think there's six like of the. I think big hefty, oh the really big ones yeah yeah the hefty one. I think there's
1: six of them. Um, I could talk about why the yeah, last man for a while too, so <laughs> I won't get too much into that. But yeah. I was, was going to talk to you guys about the ending, and I'm like, I didn't even ask you if you guys read it, but anyways, yeah. uh, no, so why the last? Actually, I just want to comment on what you were saying yeah. with. Uh, you're, you know basically you got Hollywood will say, oh Hollywood the man <laughs> trying to capitalize on nerddom oh
2: yeah yep. essentially
1: what is but the problem is is I find is some hit some miss mm-hmm. the ones that hit for me are from fans at least in the slightest from the behind the scenes like your directors or your producers or writers from that perspective yeah. but sometimes they don't hit even though they're good i.e. preacher Mm-hmm. Preacher is a great comic book series. Yeah. Seth Rogen and uh, who's his partner? Uh, I don't oh, remember. My, oh, I don't remember his <laughs> name. But anyways, it's Evan something. Um, they d- made a good show, but it's not like super popular, right? Yeah. And yeah. I don't know. It, it's still kind of cool to see because we wouldn't have stuff to argue about and complain about and just talk about if... They just hit it out of the park every single time, you know. What I mean? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> but
2: it's 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 tough now because you've got, like I you said, you got the you got the content stuff where people are just snatching up, mm-hmm. and some are bad, some are good because they're just trying to crank it out as fast as they can and grab mm-hmm. the bucks that they can. Uh, and then you've got, you know, some of the stuff that that, you know, as far as as far as, to your point. People producing the stuff, directing the stuff, even acting in it—that have mm. no clue what the hell they're they're doing. Mm. Um, it's just—it's becoming what I, what I, what I, what I always feared it would become, which is just like a big giant mess because really just got a bunch of people in there trying to fish for you know dollars, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. Eternals, essentially, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or, <laughs> you know, like uh-huh. it's just it's just brutal. It's just like you know if you got a comic book. You know,
0: take it to one of these producers because, you know, okay. they'll snatch it up and they'll try and make but, it. But, I mean, it's a supply and demand thing, right? Like, oh, what yeah. happened with Marvel made billions of dollars, proved that if you do a comic book thing well, you'll mm-hmm. make lots of money. And so people just get in this mode of, like, I'll watch anything that's a comic book or yeah. superhero yeah. or anything yeah. like that. And it just, it's just what happened, right? Well, so. and
1: then with The Eternals, the, the crappy part about that, and we had talked about this at work, is... <laughs> They were labeling it as, like, the next big Marvel movie, which now they're doing with Doctor Strange, which could be a possibility. Yeah. But when I watched The Eternals, what did, what did I tell you? All Damn. I said was, I think it was Eternals trash. Yeah. <laughs> it was so bad, yeah. I could not, I gave it an hour of just my undivided attention. Mm-hmm. And after that, I was on my phone. I couldn't do it. I just could not do it she was really good though. I liked that a lot.
0: That was a good one. That was a good one. Uh, before we get too too off topic here, yeah. not off topic, but like in in the weeds, uh, Dave. So Trey's not talking the whole time. Yeah. Were you a big wrestling guy? Uh, big, huge. big. Oh, yeah. really?
2: In two genres, two okay. uh, two 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 eras. Oh, oh so, really? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. two oh, eras. Were you added to that? No, I that was the second era that I, got, yeah. that I got into. First one was like back old school wrestling. Uh, I was the hugest fan of uh, Randy Montman Savage. Lot of my all-time. One of yeah, my all-time. Uh, Ooh, loved, yeah. Yeah, yeah, loved, <laughs> loved, uh, loved him. There's a guy that does an amazing impression of if Randy Montman Savage had landed the role of Voldemort in, <laughs> in Harry Potter. It's amazing. It's amazing. Um, and, and then, and then once you got past that era, some of those guys started getting a little older. Mm. I kind of, kind of filtered off a little. And then when you had the Monday Night Wars with the, with Nitro and, and Raw. Uh, I was Chris Jericho. Was, I love Chris Jericho. Guess what? Just
1: watched yeah. him tonight on All yeah. Elite
2: Wrestling, well, yeah. well, which I'm is not A- WWE. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I love Chris Jericho. Yeah. Uh, he was he was hands down my favorite. Uh, I was I was so glad he was the he was the first uh, Universal Champion. Mm-hmm. Um, Undisputed. Sorry. And he he was he was fantastic. I uh, even caught. Uh, uh, The WWF at the time, uh, a couple times down at the Stampede, uh, got to see Hulk Hogan live and yeah, some of these guys live. It was it was great. It was always it always killed me because back then it was it was. You know, some of these guys were a little rough because they get in, they have their match, and then you know you could obviously the cameras are off mm-hmm. because then the guy would just pop right back up and just yep. walk off down yep. the island, you know, <laughs> and, and they do a much better job than <laughs> now. But yeah. uh, no, it was it was yeah, it was I was huge. Oh, okay. it, me and uh, buddy of mine uh, uh, that uh, we, we watched it all the time, Legion of Doom was our our the tag team we both played, yeah liked. yeah. Um, yeah. You no know. oh, man, I don't it's so it. Chris Thank Jericho's
1: you. still wrestling to this day. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> we used to
2: beat the crap out of each other in the basement. and Put on wrestling tournaments. <laughs> <laughs> oh power, man. I bomb my brother into a cement
0: floor. Jeez. <laughs> oh, yeah. I've got a pile drive. He's probably listening day. to this right now. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's he's feeling it now. Yeah, yeah. It's phantom pains. Yeah. That's funny. I had no idea. It yeah. is interesting to think though that like wrestling is a weird amalgamation of like buff dudes with nerds. Hmm. It's like the... It's It's all...
1: Especially now. Oh, yeah. It's all over the place, man. Like, you have your wrestlers who are wrestlers. They're getting in there. They're technicians. They're doing different holds. Then you got the -the over-the-top characters, the, you know, quote-unquote sports Mm. entertainers like a Chris Jericho. Those type of characters definitely have, like, that comic nerd. There was also a wrestler who... He was not a big wrestler, but he's a friend of... One of the biggest tag teams in the world, the Young Bucks. His name is Brandon, and his whole character when he came into AEW was that he played Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> Literally, his, that was his it. Character. His shirt was uh, was a die and uh, dragon yeah. on it, and it just said his name. <laughs> it was a, I I don't know his last name. Is Brandon something? But,
2: but it lends to the all the same thing. It's just like it's it's you know like whether it's you know comic books, Dungeons and Dragons, uh, uh, wrestling, whatever it is. Mm. Uh, it just, it gives you that, it's like, you switch off, you know, reality is parked over here, <laughs> and you just, you're all in on this, Yeah, um, and it's all about, you know, larger than life characters, stories, you know, all these kinds of things that, that really, if you break it down to the, you know, finite things, they're all the same thing, mm-hmm. you know, it's just stories, mm-hmm. you yeah. know, things that are impossible, or you mm-hmm. think are impossible, yeah. you yeah. know, um, but sometimes relate to.
0: Yeah, 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 absolutely. Relatable. Yeah. Uh, another question I had for you, uh, regarding, what was it? No, I can't remember what it was. I had it in my head and then you talk about wrestling more. <laughs> 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 That's all I can think about. Oh, so cartoons. So one of the things that we talk about a lot yep. is it's very interesting for me to talk to Dave in the sense of like, I grew up with so many things that I just took for granted. And then he was just like, we never had that when I was a kid. Like, for yep. example, like, I mean, you had like super friends and, like, that was, and that was
2: even later in life.
0: Oh, really? But, like, you and I grew up with, like, yeah. X-Men 90s oh, series stuff. and, like, all Batman animated series and all that stuff. And, like, I you had, said... I had He-Man
2: <laughs> and, uh, and, and uh, uh, what's the other one, um, Tiger Cats. Oh, yeah, Thundercats. Or Thundercats, no, yeah, I can't even remember yeah, the yeah. name. Uh, you know,
0: things like that, that's, yeah. that's, that's, that was the, sh- the shit that we yeah. grew up it's just it's just fascinating because like again it's one of those things i never realized because mm. oh like one of the one of the things i always think about because it bring, comes up a lot yeah. is did you know like when you were growing up green goblin was always norman osborne yeah like it yeah. just apparently that wasn't a thing for like t- 30 years like they mm-hmm. didn't reveal that when he first got introduced it was like a build-up for like 20 years well, i did one- not know that yeah I just grew up knowing, yeah, it's Norman Osborn, man. But then it's like he always tells me all the time about like the buildup to who it was was just like insane. The, the slow burn back in the
2: day was so much better.
0: Like now, now it's like they it's they missing, just like in,
2: yeah. oh, it's missing big time. And and guys, like when they killed the Green Goblin, he stayed dead for years. Like like an, Norman Osborn was dead for years, years and years and years. There were like three other people that took on the mantle you know, the, the, the mantle but he was dead for years and then they, and then they just brought him brought him back out of, out of nowhere isn't that crazy and that's what that made is it so crazy awesome because now it's like a, a guy that's in a, a comic book you know run and they kill him off on issue 10 and then you get into the next run which is like two years later with some other you know author and they're like well I want to work with that character so they bring him <laughs> back and it's just, like, it's just a constant on, constant repeat. It's 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 Which really cool. is
1: cool. The, the thing is, is, is spe- like, you, you speaking about that, I'm trying to recall the last time I, like, went to the comic book store, you know, grabbed the comics, you know, every week you go in and grab the new comics. It's been a long, <laughs> yeah. probably, like, before high school, but, like, uh. before I fell off of comics was probably the last time I did that because now I just find I'm i'm not gonna collect i collect a lot of stuff i don't need the issues to collect them i just yeah. want to read them yeah so i have no problem with just buying the like the compendiums and stuff like that yeah. i think that's what the big ones are called yeah right? or
0: graph novels yeah or oh, you mean the really big ones like the big boys and, but
1: all oh, going all over the place yeah. i know there's different names for yeah. them
0: too. but yeah it's all good uh so a couple other base questions for you. favorite superhero
1: Okay, I this I was gonna say the first thing that popped in my head. I don't know we would not label this person as a superhero. Ah, uh, depending. Magneto has always been like my favorite all-around just comic book character. Cool. I don't know why, but when I was a kid, the thought of manipulating metals was just so cool to me. And then moving on as I like figured out and started learning about the backstory that he had as they kept going. I mean, House of M.
0: I'll talk to you. Amazing. I just
1: loved loved it. So, Magneto's always been my number one. As for superhero, superhero, I would have to say it's a toss-up between Spider-Man...
0: one well, uh, for Dave. No. I, was, <laughs> I mean, the third most popular superhero in the yeah, world. It's yeah, a good, it's yeah, a good yeah.
1: chance. I, and again, I have trouble with this one because like when I think of superhero, I think yeah. of like a Spider-Man, a Hulk, yeah. Yeah, I want to say like the Punisher was always, Dude, oh, like, yeah, right? Really like cool. he was always the cool, yeah. the cool one.
0: Yeah. You know, and like, and Dare,
1: I was a big into Daredevil too. Like I liked the, the darker side yeah. of Marvel, right? I mean, now it's darker all across the board pretty much depending on what you're reading. But yeah. I, I was just, yeah, really, really big into Spider-Man since I was a kid. And if, if you, like, asked me this when I was, like, 12 years old, which would be really weird, <laughs> uh, I would be Cyclops, though. Like, I told you Boom. about the toy I had. Okay. I really Boom. did like we, we
2: have not started interviewing 12-year-olds. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I think that's good. Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't yet. know if you want to yeah. b- brand that yet. Yeah. yeah Yeah, no. Don't want to brand it, but I do think it would be. We'd
0: get some interesting responses. Oh yeah, it would be a funny, <laughs> funny. Well, we talk about all our time trying to get our nieces and nephews into comic books. So maybe yeah. that's one yeah. day. Maybe we'll we'll think about it. Yeah, it My niece on. is like hardcore into into manga. Uh, manga. Like, oh yeah, hardcore into manga. Yeah. Which one day that's, we're gonna do so a manga manga podcast. I'm trying to force Dave to do a manga podcast one day, so we'll get there. I don't uh, think I've ever re- read manga. No,
1: uh, maybe on, Scott Christ. Pilgrim versus the World. Is, yeah, does that count?
0: It's yeah. it's manga style, but it's written Canadian, so it's oh, like okay. written by Canadian, so it's like debatable. But uh, it is yeah. manga style. Uh, Dave, was there ever time in your life when yeah. you weren't reading comics? Like you took a break or every a break. month. Every month? Yeah, I get restarted every month. <laughs> You're like, I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop. You know? Well, the way my my comics come in
2: now is is monthly, so I get, them, oh, I get yeah. them at the end of the month. So I stop until they come in and then I start up again. Yeah. Uh, was there ever time? Yeah, there was. Uh, there was a time when I didn't full, it wasn't full stop. It was more of a transition. I, I went from, they were doing some very, what I felt was like, like, beyond what you see now like just super childish things in marvel that really? that I just i it just couldn't couldn't get right and it was coming on the heels of the clone saga oh, yeah. and right it's around like really spider-man and stuff like yeah it was just bad it was really bad stuff and it was right around that time in the in the no it was probably 90s ish oh, okay. it was when it really started uh, when you saw all of those artists and creators leave and go start Image.
0: Oh, yeah. and so it's, I dumped, early, it's early 90s. Yeah.
2: I dumped Marvel like a like a sack of hammers and went over to Image. And I was collecting everything from Image. Uh, you know, Youngblood, Wildcats, yeah. uh, Cyberforce, like a whole works. And, you know, art, fantastic. Some of the stories were like, oh, this is kind of seemed like rehashed from an X-Men comic mm-hmm. or something. Yeah. Some of the characters seem like that, but <laughs> I wonder but, why. But, but yeah, I dropped, I dropped all that, including Spider-Man. Really, stopped collecting anything Marvel, and and was just on on the Image train. That's so crazy. Yeah, I, I think my uncle did the same thing, because
1: I remember getting like this was two thousand one. I remember getting a. Big box of comics from him, and they were all image. Oh, yeah. They were just mm-hmm. all image comics. And so, like, as you we were talking, I never read one of them, though. <laughs> <laughs> but the funniest thing is, is I still have that box, so yeah. it could still happen. But as you were, like, listing off the names, mm-hmm. couldn't tell you a storyline to save my life. Yeah. But, like, I just yeah. imagined the the, the 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 covers were just very eye-popping. Oh, yeah. And, like, the, the
2: yeah, the visuals, the actual... Like, artistry was really nice, but I don't know anything about the story. So that, was, that was about it. Because, I mean, you had all, all the... Like, at the time, you know, McFarlane was doing Spider-Man, and, and mm-hmm. he was, like, the, the shit. That was the guy yeah. that everybody was following. You had, you know, Lee, uh, Jim Lee, who was doing the X-Men, and he left. Um, you know, you had Silverstreet. Like, you had these, like, the the top of the top mm-hmm. artists just all walk out and start their own, their own thing. And at that time, I think they just... Hap- I feel like it happened right at the right time, uh, because the stories were getting sour, the comics weren't great, yes. and then you just took away the, the, the only thing that really kept some people reading them, which was these, these amazing, you know, fantastic artists, mm-hmm. and they all left. So that was probably the closest I've ever come to, like, quitting comics, hmm. was I just switched comics. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty funny. But how
1: long were you on Image for? Because you were talking about kind of the storylines as well. Did, was that yeah. something? Did you realize the importance of a storyline in comics?
2: Uh, not not as much like back then. I think it was more it was more about the uh, the artist, how cool it looked, yeah. you know, that kind of stuff. Uh, like as far as the image stuff, like. Uh, McFarlane's, you know, Spawn, mm-hmm. good storyline-ish. Like it was just really deep and dark and weird, and you mm-hmm. know, it just wasn't wasn't necessarily my thing. The art was fantastic. Yeah, uh, I, I really like Jim Lee's Wildcats. It was really cool. The whole dynamic that they had, you know, with with what they had going on there with Youngblood and you know, Mister Liefeld who can't draw wrists or ankles. Uh, you know, it, it, sorry, Rob. Like uh, you listen to this. Yeah, he knows it. <laughs> uh, but but it, it was just like. There weren't a lot of stories there, but there was. I think that's where I started to started to really get into the story because Jim Lee, uh, you know, wrote some of the Wildcat, so it was like this is actually pretty good. And then you know he did Divine Right, which was awesome as well. Uh, you know, co creator of a whole bunch of other things like Gen uh, Gen thirteen and, and and a whole bunch of other uh, Stormwatch and whatnot through through uh, Image, and there were just like good concepts and good ideas, and there were some interesting mm-hmm. characters and. And then I, that's where I started paying more attention to to that, mm-hmm. uh, and and became more okay. Hey, who's this? Who wrote this? <coughs> yeah, you, you know, versus who drew it.
0: So basically, what you're saying is, not only did Jim Lee, you love his art, you also love his writing. <laughs> I just love Jim Lee. You just love Jim Lee. <laughs> yeah. Jim yeah. Lee's out there. He's just like yeah. Dave, restraining order, man. Oh, <laughs> definitely. That's so funny. So, what got you back into Marvel then? Back into Marvel. Yeah. Uh, I think it was probably
2: something like. Uh, you know there was probably an event I can't remember it like I can't pinpoint it down no. but there was probably some kind of an event that was going on like whether it was you know it wasn't it, because it was certainly well before then but something like a House of M or something yeah. like th- it was just big and I was like what's going on and then just kind of started reading it and checking it out uh, and then I was like do you know what like I'm still a huge, big fan of Spider-Man. The, the, the movies were just coming out yep. and whatnot, and you were like, oh. So I started getting back into it slowly. You picked up the ones that I was always fans of, X-Men, Spider-Man. Spider-Man, Daredevil. And then I was like, ah, screw it. Uh, you know, I I, I I like this stuff. There's actually some good stuff here. So then it, then it, just, yeah. it, just, it just, the door kicked open, and <laughs> yeah, it was like Thor, Avengers, Fantastic Four, <laughs> like anything.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it just goes wild. Yeah. Uh, Trey. Favorite comic book movie? Yeah. Oh my goodness. Natalie, you know, the Hardballs. Ball. Yeah.
2: Um, there are only wrong answers. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Everyone's <laughs> the wrong answer. You know It's it's really hard coming off of No Way Home to give you that answer. Mm. It's really hard because for me, I have not stopped thinking about that movie since I saw it. I just, I just really, 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 really liked it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I would say before that, probably Captain America: Winter Soldiers. It's up there for me. Good movie. Captain yeah. America: Winter Soldier, Thor: Ragnaroks, up there. Yeah, yep. Um, Guardians of Galaxy, the
0: first one. Yeah.
2: Of it, how everybody always has to preface the first one. Yeah, hey, I like the second one. one. It wasn't <laughs> bad, it was, it wasn't fun. Bad. No, it it was fun. fun. Yeah, it was just it just didn't it didn't hold up to the first one. Yeah, Oh uh, yeah, yeah. It, Which <laughs> was <laughs> a tall order. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. Well,
0: the first one had such low expectations versus yeah. just, like Most same people same. were like,
2: we're the guardians of the <laughs> <now?"> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. You I was like, I don't
0: know who you are. Yeah, it's good times. So you see, you you have taste. It's good to hear. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the one thing though that I, I, I know Trey likes, that I know you and I hate. He likes The Suicide Squad. Oh, really? I was just about to oh, talk about that. The first yeah. one. The no, first the, one they did with Will Smith. Wait, the will first Smith. one or the James Gunn one? Oh, I love both of them. Yeah. Different reasons. Different reasons. Yeah. Try to convince us. Try to convince us why it's good. <laughs> well, we, we have different tastes. I'm fine true, if you guys don't like it. But. It's all subjective. But Before you start, I'm not convinced. <laughs> <laughs> start there. Yeah.
2: <laughs> the big thing for me with
1: The First Suicide Squad, Will Smith, Jared Leto, yeah, yeah. Um, Margot, Robbie. Margot, Robbie, Margot Robbie is a big part about that. I, I, I don't know about you guys, but I don't see another person playing Harley Quinn now. I think she's kind of cemented herself as that person. So it was it was cool to see that on top of... It was just a fun movie to me. Like I I can't recall what came out in that year or like what I saw that year. But I just remember when I initially saw it, I read all... Everyone hated it. Yep. yeah. I went to go see it. My big takeaways were Jared Leto sucks as (laughs) as Joker. He played other movies, get out of the comic book. Well, now he's back in now. Morbius, yeah, 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 Morbius looks pretty cool. Um, (laughs) But big thing, Jared Leto sucks. Margot Robbie is a good Harley Quinn. Will Smith was meh. This movie's just fun to me. Oh, and uh, Cara Delevingne playing uh, Oh Enchantress. Yeah, Enchantress was awful. So I, I. there was a lot of times I a in the lot movie, <laughs> <laughs> but the big thing for me is like the when they were all together. Yeah, I just I just felt it was fun. Like I felt, felt like it was a little funny, just with the concept of the Suicide Squad. It is it's dark, but it is kind of silly and funny as well. I, I don't know. I probably did not convince you guys, but I just I thought it was a really fun movie, and I I stand on that. Like I've watched <laughs> that, it a couple times. Like I,
2: I have to say, and I enjoy, Like if I was you know s- sat down to, like. Tied to a chair and forced to watch either the first one or the second one, I'd watch the first one.
1: Thing is, the second one is really good to me. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I did not like the second one. So the thing with the second one was I felt that like cool, fun vibe of the first one. James Gunn enhanced it, and plus he tried to appeal more to comic book fans by having these obscure characters coming, even if most of them died within. I mean, spoiler if you've seen it. It's it's been a year. It's all good. Uh, But yeah, you know, even though most of them died pretty quickly, I thought it was it was good. I thought the storyline it was basic, but it was still something that I sunk my teeth into, and I just thought like the direction of the movie was really good. And then Peacemaker the show is fucking awesome. It was funny. Uh, it was super funny. It was funny. Super fun too. Like I don't. It was just it that was that really was,
2: that was what, what what caught me. I I did not like that, that the the James Gunn Suicide Squad. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't like that, and and then we sat down with my wife who who does not like you know, like gory violence or <laughs> yeah. anything like that, and and watched Peacemaker, and it was like. Oh, we gotta watch the next one. And in fact, she was the one that was like, "Hey, we should watch that again. Like, watch the next one. <laughs> or the next one." It was it was like one of these strange shows that was like nothing about it that I was just like, "This is amazing," mm-hmm. but I just couldn't stop watching yeah. it for whatever the hell we were doing with it. I wouldn't it was, put it was just bizarre.
1: Yeah, and I wouldn't put like the movies on this high pedestal of like all time greats. Yeah, it's just for me personally, they were fun movies mm-hmm. and Peacemaker was just like it's been a while since I've watched a show every single week and that was a show I just Mm -hmm. really liked. And John Cena just made the peacemaker popular. Yeah. Like John Cena. (laughs) You know, think of we're talking wrestling and comic books with me. That's just it kind of just went hand in hand. Yeah. Which is fair.
0: (laughs) Yeah. No, I I don't know. I just it just didn't vibe. And it's one of those things where it's like because you watch Guardians 1 and you watch Guardians 2, so you're like, oh, I like James Gunn. I like his comedy and whatnot. And then you get into The Suicide Squad, and it's like... I feel like he needs to be reined in a little bit. But again, mm-hmm. it's all it's all subjective, yeah. so... And we've, we've done a whole podcast on it, so... Oh, did you? talk yeah. about all those yeah. Suicide Squad? Oh, you wow. didn't listen to it? No, I off. did not, not listen to it. listen to all the podcast before uh, you come on. I'm uh, oh, sorry. I Maybe not. he doesn't want to listen to it. No, It <laughs> wasn't a very fair one. Now that he's on, he will. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean,
1: probably. And the fact that you're trying to roast me on it. Yeah. I'll give it a shot. Yeah, <laughs> fair.
0: sounds fine. That sounds good. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no. Any other questions you got? Yeah,
2: for me, I'm. like, I think... It's you know when it comes to uh, you know the the comic books that you're kind of reading now as a, somebody getting kind of like back into it, is it, it like do you find yourself kind of kind of sticking to those like the main the main guns like the you know the Spider-Mans, the ones that are popular you always see them they got the movies they got the TV shows they got the they got the uh, the cartoons they got everything uh, video games yeah. you name it they they've got it or are you starting to find yourself kind of going like Ooh, what what's you know what's who's this guy over here. Uh, a little bit of both, honestly. And, hey, and if there is, who, who's who's, the, who's that guy?
1: Uh, well, funny enough, Moon Knight right now, actually. Mm-hmm. It's funny, yeah. right, because the show's coming up. <laughs> we're, we're, like, literally next week. Next this week, yeah. Yep. Next week? 30th. Um, I don't even think I finished my long-winded rants about my journey back in oh, the yeah. comics. Mm-hmm. Like, honestly, well, no, it kind of it connects, right, yeah, because... Yeah. So, like, during that time period, you know, when I was talking about getting back into wrestling, I still I still started dabbling into the other things that you would, you know, just most would be yeah, put into the nerd bin, basically. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, comics was was that. And I started getting back into it. And the, the big ones that brought me back, like, around my mid-20s was House of M, mm-hmm. Civil War, yeah. uh, Annihilation. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else did I read? I read a bunch of them. And then I, you know how they kind of had, like, the main... Arc and then they had the offshoots. Yep. I read all of them and I,
0: I bought all of them. It was just fun. It was just yeah. so
1: invested. And then I kind of fell off a bit just staying into my graphic novels, you know, more so of like, uh, you know, those Walking Dead. I want to say realistic, but that's not the case. Just outside <laughs> of like the <laughs> super superhero comics yeah. is what I was focusing more so on. Preacher. Yep. Um, and then I honestly, I would probably say my commitment back into comics started. In 2020 at the, the beginning of the pandemic I just started buying a bunch of issues I went into my grandma's attic and grabbed a bunch of my old comics and just started reading them again and from there I just felt like it's just kind of taken off and I think even more so <laughs> I don't want you to have an ego about this but I think Greg has helped too because would, when he introduced would, me Greg and help in the same size. yes I know I know <laughs> I know. Come on, guys. I, I, it really pained me to say yeah. that, but he told me about Marvel, the Marvel U, and I have not been able to put it down. I yeah. am, I'm super into it, and so going back off of what you're saying, it's a little bit of both. Mm-hmm. I have been dabbling, like with Moon Knights. Went into Hawkeye with the Run. Who who wrote it? Was, it?
0: Uh, Matt, uh, Matt Fraction. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: For and uh, and this was after I watched the Disney Plus, yeah. and obviously the comic to me was yep. better, but. Yep. Um, then, but other than that, it's been Spider-Man. So I went to Ultimate Spider-Man, which I read when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. And, oh boy, am I just loving it. Like, I just <laughs> love it. I'm like, this was made when I was a kid? Like, this is just so good. Like, I'm just so into it. And you're, you're talking about, too, how it's kind of... Um, how we've we've stopped everything could be consumed so easily, right? So yeah. it's the the long arcs. Yeah, you don't get that. You know, you have to wait a couple. Oh, someone dies; it affects you. You have to wait a couple of years. And I noticed that because what I'd done is like I went to count how many Ultimate Spider Mans there were, like how many issues. Yeah. And I was looking at the years, and I'm crushing it, like because I have it all there. Yeah. And I'm like, I was trying to imagine, which is really hard, of like going through this. Every see like you're waiting every month and sometimes a character doesn't come back. Like for instance, just off the top of my head, like when Gwen Stacy died, yeah. like that must have been huge at that time. Yeah. But right? I that's not something that I can relate to, no. right? So it's yep. even weird. Like even consuming it so much now, I feel like there's excitement, but it's different. Right? Like it's not with the storyline, it's just more so it is, but it's just because you're taking it in as opposed yep. to, you know, waiting mm-hmm. and having that period. It's hard to describe, but it's like a TV show, like what I'm saying, like with Episodic, like catching it every yep. week. You don't have time to let it sink in, so you're just, you're consuming it so quickly, I feel like it gets lost a little more, right? Mm-hmm. And which is the down point of it, but for me, catching up, right? I, I've i been just trying to read as many comics as I can. I, <laughs> Greg's been giving me lists of... Yep. The series and and certain uh, certain issues and stuff that I should be reading or certain arcs. Yeah. But it's uh, I I want to say it's like a little stressful because for me I'm a perfectionist. And <laughs> oh I, no. You know, in wrestling, I know a lot. Yeah. I know a, a, a lot of stuff about wrestling, and so getting back into something that I love that I'm not super informed on mm-hmm. is a little difficult, right? Like even when you ask to come sit down for the podcast, I'm like. Well, I just started getting back into me. I don't know. I get it. Am <laughs> I embarrass about? myself or something? <laughs> but, yeah, yeah, yeah. but that's not so much. I embarrass myself every day. That's yeah. not. The, that's yeah. more so just I need to to know everything. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, but it's you know what makes comics so great. If you find the right people, it's fun. It doesn't matter, right? Because then you can bounce off each other. Mm, yeah. It's like, oh hey, I'm gonna go home to my fiance tonight, and I'm gonna tell her. Did you know that Green Goblin? Was was not known as Norman Osborn for years. Yeah, like you know, like just <laughs> things like that. Like, like and she's gonna be like, please don't talk to me. You, t- you <laughs> said that, and I got super excited. I'm like, oh, yeah, cool, really new cool. thing. Put yeah. it in the yeah. bank, right? Like, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah right. But it's it's been it's definitely been a fun ride getting back into it. It's mm-hmm. just uh, also with so much content coming out yeah. with Marvel because I'm, I'm pretty sure we're all big Marvel fans. Yeah. is how'd you know <laughs> <laughs> with the with all the shows coming out. It's a little, it's a little weird. Like I remember when I was younger, and when people started getting into comics, like this is when I was off of it. But people were starting to get into it because Avengers came out around yeah. 2010, I believe it was. And uh, all my friends were talking about, yeah, Hulk and Iron Man. I was like, yeah, do you know who Moon Knight is? You know, and that's serious. Yeah. Like oh, that's no joke. Like, I'm, and I was reading it as a kid, but I didn't. Yeah, it's so different now. And now it's a show. Yeah. Or like the fact, like I used to also be a huge fan of Scarlet Witch. Especially with House of M. Yeah. I just thought she was so just powerful and just,
0: I, I don't know, I was just
1: a huge fan. And then when she showed up in the Avengers, I wasn't as happy because I wasn't really a big fan of the, the old Olsen sister or whatever. What's her name? Elizabeth Olsen. Elizabeth Olsen, yeah. yeah. She's
0: great. No, she's good now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm That's talking great.
1: more so like Avengers 2. Yeah, like, 2014. Yeah, yeah. I was when she first announced, her. nobody
0: knew who she was, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah,
1: But now I do like her because obviously WandaVision that was incredible to me. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just been fun, man. And the shows are fun. Too. And I like, you know, I just caught up on Loki and Hawkeye. And, mm-hmm. I mean, I already watched WandaVision. But then I just watched all... I watched What If. Yep. And it's just fun. It's yep. just fun to watch them. And it's cool to see that they're trying different things. You yep. to appeal more so to comic book fans than bringing it into the mainstream. I feel like with Iron Man and Avengers, that's what they tried to do. And now it's at the point now where comics are just...
0: Everything they're they're cool, they are the mainstream, yeah. yeah. And
1: one thing I didn't mention, and I'm sure maybe you guys have experienced this, but like also, too, when I was younger, being a pro wrestling fan and a comic book kid, and like also being very lanky and tall, didn't really work out in the schoolyard.
0: Oh, interesting, yeah. So, like,
1: you know, that was was another factor, too, where it's cool to see that your people are just freely doing podcasts, yeah, right? Like, everyone's chatting, you can find. A community that you can fit in with anywhere on the internet, which is just cooler, like even in general, right? Yeah, so it's yeah. just really sweet.
0: Yeah. No, it's it is interesting like you say though, like it's like it's not just, you know, the nerds in their basement anymore, mm-hmm. right? Like it's everybody. Like the nerds in the basement are right now are kings type of thing, right? Well, like down. uh like, did you ever? Could you ever imagine back in like the eighties? Like one day, it was day? a secret society. <laughs>
2: <It was laughs> they, 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 like you just knew who was into comics because you'd maybe see them down at a comic book store or you know whatever, and and you knew who they were, but you didn't you didn't talk about it in public, they and never... it was all because of that like one guy that did talk about it in public and would like. You know, talk about comics and geek stuff, and then you just saw how he got like treated and trounced and beat up, and you know all the various things uh, that you just didn't, you just didn't tell anybody. Like, that's so interesting. Anybody, it was just if if I knew, you know, you two collected comics, I'd talk to you. Not at school, (laughs) you know, like (laughs) it would be like on the weekend, you know, like maybe you know we were you know at the comic book store, but yeah, it it just it, it just wasn't a thing. It's well, so interesting.
1: It was crazy too. I remember being a wrestling fan, well, which marked my interest in wrestling in the Attitude Era. Yeah, is like it was all the rage in my elementary and junior high. Mm-hmm. But then, like halfway through junior high, it wasn't cool anymore. Yeah. <laughs> it was definitely not cool anymore. Oh, it's fake. Mm-hmm. It's fit. And, and then, if you were a wrestling fan, like in high school, uh, that's why I dropped it. Right? Like mm-hmm.
0: I just See, that's I, just how it went. I've I've never had an issue with that. And I, I don't know why I think it's just one of those things where it's like I was just always surrounded by nerds so there was no bully you know or anything like that yeah. and so it's, or, or yeah. maybe I mean there were a, a couple of kids who were kind of assholes in my, in my class but I was always willing to fight them you know type of thing yeah. like to go like I, don't, like I love comic books I don't care what you think about me and that just kind of shut it down type of thing so like I never run into that issue of like Oh, it's not cool anymore. I don't want to do it. I'd always be like, "Yeah, I love comic books." You also want to go play football, you know, type of thing. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. I just I was very able to kind of mix between different yep. groups of people. But it is interesting to think now, like I. It took been, me
1: thirty years <laughs> to get to that point, Craig. <laughs> yeah, we'll <I've> try <tried> <laughs> no, it sometime. No, it is
0: interesting to hear other people's you know perspective because it does yeah. put into light because like it's one of those things where it's like again, mine is a very. Different case than most people. Most oh, yeah. people were very, you know, segregated from society for liking nerd, nerd stuff, right? It's well, just like yeah. I just like I don't care.
1: And that, that's why, like, I just felt like everyone has like it's more common for people to have those stories. At least, you know, probably before being a millennial. Yeah. And nowadays they. Like, you can like whatever, yeah, right? Like dead <laughs> well, cool and all these. That's why like, you, I mean,
2: you'd, you'd get you'd get excited if you were like you know talking to somebody and they were like you know like oh you know I just uh, yeah I read comics. What? Oh my god! Like oh, there's like a kinship here. And now yeah. it's like when somebody says like oh I read comics, like yeah, whatever. It's like everybody does. Everybody <laughs> does. You know, you're like <laughs> oh, oh I watch the movies. Everybody, you know like the right? other, what the other the other
0: thing that probably influenced me a lot too is actually one of my biggest influences when I was a kid for comics was my dad. Mm-hmm. So it's one of those things where it's just like it was always a part of my life growing up. So it just never was a segregated thing that you keep hidden, right? Because like yeah. I don't, I'm not sure if you guys had that, but yeah, I just had an adult figure that was it was positive for me, right? So no, I
2: re- I mean thinking back on it, uh, I mean my my mom read a lot, like she she read a lot of novels, mostly like Stephen King stuff like yeah. that. Uh, my dad certainly not, you know, a nerd in any way, shape, or form. Uh, old hippie uh, <laughs> that just you know just. Never got anything like that from him. As far as as far as like sports, like he was he was a big sports guy, so we always uh, you know spent a lot of time uh, watching sports, talk about sports, or whatever. But uh, I, I think what what shocked me one day was when I come across on the shelf and going through some of, like his old stuff, you know, because you start rummaging through your parents' crap, sometimes. <laughs> and I come across this book set, and I'm like, what the hell is this? And it was like Lord of the Rings. What? And I'm like, who the hell is this, right? So immediately I thought like, oh, it's mom's because yeah. it's a book. <laughs> yeah. So I go and ask her, and she's like, oh, well, no, that's your dad's. And I, you know, I went to him and was like, hey, you know, like, what is this all about? And I was huge into, into you know, mythology and all that kind of stuff. I just love this stuff. Uh, and and with this, it was just like like that fantasy realm, which was just mm-hmm. like, you know, you got mythology and all this other stuff, and then you got like fantasy, just kind of wraps it yeah, up. Yeah. And and he's like, no, no, you can't read those. And I was like, oh, okay. And then, like, two days later, he comes back and he gives me the hobbit.
0: Oh, and he's like, you gotta read okay. this first, yeah, right? Yeah,
2: yeah. So, I, that was about as close as nerdiness. Now, I can't ever really figure it out, because I was like, comic books, D&D, yeah, video games, and my dad just never cared <laughs> you know i think my parents during the like satanic panic may have grabbed the D book to look in it to make sure we weren't like worshipping Satan. or whatever looked at it and went okay this is like a bunch of goofy math so here go at her and they just let us let us, let us fly so yeah. you know i was lucky in that regard like, again it, it was never it was never promoted but it was net we were never you know res- restricted from from getting into that stuff and and as it started to build my comic you know, piles started to grow. You know, I never had any of my parents come in and say, you know, get rid of this shit. You know, you're too old for that. Mm-hmm. They just left alone. Yeah, my mom was the same
1: way, honestly. Like, because I had never had any... It was just me and my mom. So, mm-hmm. I just never had any influence. She was working so much. It was just kind of a natural thing. Like, mm-hmm. I think with wrestling, you know, growing up... Um, uh, younger in the 90s with around the attitude era like even babysitters and stuff were super into it so oh, i I had that i guess yeah. to kind of at Good least things. have someone to watch it with but yeah no i never really honestly had friends who were like into really? nerdy stuff until my into my mid-20s that's fascinating yeah
0: because huh. huh. yeah. you're such a nerd not
1: <laughs> <laughs> but like the thing too is is i i also am really big into UFC yeah I do jujitsu I play basketball I like do all this I collect shoes like I'm very eclectic across the board Mm -hmm. so I kind of could talk to anyone
0: about anything at least a little bit of it uh do you remember community they had the (laughs) D&D episode yeah all my brother-in-laws loved it they thought it was amazing type of thing so they're like Greg you know what and these are like oil field like welders and like electricians and all that stuff Greg Let's do D and D. So they for they got me to do a D and D session with them. The entire time we're doing the session, they're just like, "Man, I would have beaten my ass in high school if I had known I yeah, was." Yeah. <laughs> d it's like, it's so funny. But again, it's one of those things where it's like nerddom is just so universally accepted yeah. now that it's now just it's like, just so cool. Like yeah. my my fiance,
1: she met me when I was started collecting, and now I have close to five hundred just wrestling figures. I also have Marvel Legends and wow. all these other weird figures around the house Um, and she still wants to marry me. So like you can see how, you know, it's, it's more accepted now. Like even my, my mom or my grandmother, if they visit me, you know, and when I lived in Lloydminster, my one room was just full like, they, we just called it my office, but it was just my nerd room. Yeah. And I just, it was just full, the wall, the wall, everywhere was just figures. And I had them all in their series, and wow. they were mint all across. And my mom came over with my grandmother to, to visit, and they were just like, oh, that's cool. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's it. Neat. Neat. Yeah. yeah. Probably pretty expensive, but cool. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's it. Like, it's yeah. just so accepted now Starry. that it doesn't matter. And my mom... Is a huge like she would probably say she's a huge comic. Oh, I'm gonna roast her right now. <laughs> okay. So my mom actually has a Marvel sleeve. Really? It has. It's very well done. It has the Hulk. It has uh, the Punisher. Wow. It has Iron Man. My mom has probably never read a comic book <laughs> in the past. <laughs> Since she was a kid in the, the 70s, yeah. Um she loves the movies. Yeah, She just really loves the movies and TV shows. Yeah. And so she got a sleeve. And I rip on her every time I do it because I still got to have a little bit yeah. of that, like, superiority of being, a like, a, a nerd. And, a, and just, she would, like, to send me a picture. Ooh, got a new part of it. I'd be like, name that person. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just being a real dick to her. But, no, it's it's just cool to see... You know, like, I actually don't care. I think it's pretty cool. And I think that just shows how, like you were saying, how universally loved kind of the the nerdom is. But Mm -hmm. the problem I do have with it is, like, all these people who used to, like, like, I've literally seen on Facebook people who used to bully me for it. Who are, like, super into it now and, like, have tattoos on it now. And that pisses me off. But other than that, I don't really care because I know in real yeah. life I can beat him up. So I like, <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> just go to their house with a locker, get in the locker. It's you
0: know? yeah. <laughs> like you owe me. You're there, Man, when I was a kid, I was I was not built like this. No. Like, I was
1: I was tall, but I was slanky. Yeah, I looked like an alien. <laughs> I like I really I was skinny fat. Oh, so like sweet. I had like the muffin top, but I was just like super duper skinny, so I got made fun of all the time. So and then on top of that, I'm a nerd. But everyone also wanted to be my friend, which is weird, because I was the tall kid. So it would be like the quote unquote like popular kids would like have me around, but I'd be like the friend the punch the punching bag, essentially. Really? Yeah. You're not so, literally. No, I'm okay, not yeah, fighting okay. people, okay. but like, like they're, you know, beaking you. me just, and yeah, roasting yeah, me, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. yeah. See, this is why we live on the north side of Edmonton. Yeah, I grew up in
1: like yeah, a pretty bad neighborhood <laughs> but, but
0: in the, Edmonton. The,
2: the, I mean, that is one of the things that drives me nuts. It's, it's it's not so much it's not so much like people getting into it, you know. Because I mean, I remember having my own insecurities about it, like not wanting people to know. I don't know if like you know, behind closed doors, these guys like you know liked it, mm-hmm. and maybe maybe they read yeah. comics. And I just didn't didn't know because I yeah. just didn't want to say anything. But I but what I what it can't stand when i'm sitting in a theater and i got joe blow in front of me talking to his girlfriend trying to impress her with a bunch of information yeah. about you know <laughs> the comic or the character that we're about to see and he's just all wrong and i just i it just infuriates me to to, to no end because it's just like okay i can accept the fact that this geeky thing that was part of my life for a long time uh that i did i had to hide is now something that people other people are picking up. Okay, I can I can let that go. But then when you're using it to impress a girl (laughs) and you're wrong (laughs) Shit. Oh at least give her the right (laughs) details Oh I only once in a theater did I have to tell a guy he was wrong. Yeah, Yeah because it was a Spider Man movie. Yeah, I was just so wrong, and I had I had to I had to lean forward. and I was like, I don't know who you are, but this <laughs> I gonna, hate you. You're <laughs> going to get a bunch of information right now. You're not going to like.
0: Okay, what was it? What did he get wrong? Uh, he
2: was talking about uh, it was it was the it was the difference. I think it was in the amazing the amazing Spider-Man movies, and they were talking about uh, like he was he was you know filling her in hit or miss about some stuff, and I think he was getting some stuff mixed up with like maybe he. Heard or understood a little bit of like Ultimate Spider-Man versus like regular Spider-Man, yeah. uh, you know, which wasn't a big deal. We don't let that go. But then he started going off about how like, oh, this movie's like not, not right because you know it was uh, Mary Jane is is the one that Spider-Man was always in love with, and you know, and he's just going off on this like gi- just giant tangent. Like he was like he was angry about it. Like <laughs> oh, they got it wrong. <laughs> and I'm just like I was, I was so mad. I had to lean forward and, and just let him know like. Actually, yeah. <laughs> actually, Gwen Stacy is the one that he dated first. Yeah, would have married, and they probably would have kids, and you know, the whole works depending on the storyline. I said, and then she died, and yeah. then he didn't get back to, or he didn't get together with Mary Jane until like much later. Wait, on. did you say this to him at Amazing Spider-Man Two? Because that would have been
1: funny. If he, like, actually didn't know... It, it may, so yeah, ahead. it may have been... It that may, would have, it been may hilarious. have been number two. All I know
2: was <laughs> a, it was an amazing... Because his compare, comparison was the old movies with Toby Maguire yeah, yeah. the old movies yeah, yeah. you know had it right because she was like his you know, love and yeah. that was her. and and then and then they just you know, they had to change it up and he's just like spitballing bullshit the whole yeah. time like yeah. oh they had to they had to change it up and they had to bring her in and then he was talking about like hot hair dye and, shit, <laughs> and like because she's redhead like oh, it just geez. it was just it was just nonsense yeah. and I was just I was not in the mood for it and yeah. I, I just thought you know what no I'm gonna I'm gonna ruin this uh, and and, this and he got with his girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, he's he's not gonna see this girl a second time. Whatever, <laughs> we really, gonna make this. A mess. That's so funny. So, but you know, generally, I keep my mouth shut. But it is one of the more irritating things that I find in in uh, uh, in the theater now is when I'm listening to people just get it wrong. Like, I'm not. Gonna, it's okay to get it wrong. Get it wrong, but are acting or thinking they're getting it right.
1: Yeah, that's. Like, the
2: point. I I can't stand yeah. that. I don't go to a Batman movie which I don't know like a ton about Batman. Yeah. I know enough. Yeah. But I don't go into Batman and start talking shit about Batman. Yeah. <laughs> you know because I know if I liked Batman and I was sitting behind me. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. I would be infuriated, and I hate I hate that. Yeah. You know it, it, it drives me nuts. It's that's
1: definitely actually that happened at uh, Spider Man No Way Home. I some there was a group. I was by myself. Yeah and um i my fiance had to work and i'm like i'm not waiting for you I, don't want to see it. <laughs> I gotta go and there were a group of dudes they were definitely like in high school behind me and they were i don't recall really what exactly they were saying that was making me mad but they were they were just talking about marvel as a whole mm-hmm. and then I, one of them said how they liked uh what did it say? It was uh, Winter Soldier and Falcon, like the the TV show. The TV watch? show, yeah. and I think that's just where like I went red, and I, <laughs> and I was like, "How?" That's my trigger word. Yeah, they were just talking about, but you no, know, it, it wasn't that bad. But I, I have got to that point. Like even with wrestling too, when you're sitting mm-hmm. in lines, yeah. every wrestling fan thinks they know everything about wrestling, <laughs> including myself. Yeah. So like when you're standing in line and someone's just like, you know what? Bret Hart wasn't that good. And then it's just like, what the fuck? It's on the table.
0: Shawn Michaels was actually better than Bret Hart. <sighs> go, go crazy. Have, have you ever been to a comic book convention or fan expo or anything like that? I've been to a bunch of expos. Kay. like I've, uh, All the ones in Edmonton. Yeah, good times.
1: Uh, uh, there was a couple I probably missed. I went to Calgary to actually get a signature from Chris Jericho, oh, nice. uh, which was really, really cool. And I also, oh my God. I also got a issue signed. With, I think it was from the writer of Hellboy. I don't. Mike McNola. Yeah, I believe it, I believe he was there, or I'm pretty sure that I was. Yeah, wow. yeah, because I, I really, really, really liked Hellboy too. Okay, um, well,
0: if Trey's dead, it's because I killed him first. <laughs> <It's> Mike <laughs>
1: McNola signature. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, those are the ones that I've went to. Like I've, I mean, I don't know if you guys have been, but I've always wanted to go to San Francisco. I mean there's other
0: there's other comic cons like I wanna go to like the The one, right? See, I, the ones I've been to is just the Edmonton ones. Mm-hmm. Like just, I mean. Honestly, They're so fun. They were so fun. I think the thing I like most about it is how small it is. Mm-hmm. Cause then it's like, you know, like, cause you look at the video footage of San Diego and it's like, dude, that's like, especially now that the pandemic's yeah, happened. Yeah. I don't know if I want to be around that yeah, many people. Yeah. Whereas, whereas the Edmonton one, it's like, yeah, there usually is a bit of a line if it's like a really popular person. But other times you can just be roaming around and like, oh, there's Pippin from Lord of the Rings just walking by, you know, yeah. type of thing. I could reach out and touch him, you know, type of thing. And like, like, I saw um, the guy who created, uh, I can't remember his first name, but Eastman, the guy who created Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh, yeah. He was just vibing in a booth. Oh, man. that's I was like, cool. I was just like, it's him, you know? <laughs> like, I'm breathing the same air as him, you Was know? that,
1: did he had, like, a, a class or, like, a speaking Something. engagement, right? Yeah. Freaking Mystic. Dude. I remember I was there that year. Yeah, it was a good year. And also, the guy that goes, he, there's one guy in Edmonton that goes to the expo and dresses as Wolverine all the time. Yeah, an older dude. He used to work at Westminster Mall comic book store. Oh, really? He's the best. I love that <laughs> guy. He was, <laughs> was really awesome. Also, I'd like to point out as a note that I said San Francisco, not San Diego. San, for San Diego. For. Yeah. So I just like to say I'm actually a nerd. Please don't take away my badge. <laughs> Get uh, out of my house. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I didn't but even no, notice. It, but it, it's funny that you say it's small. Like on con- comparison yeah. to San Diego, Com- Com- yeah, yeah, but it's a pretty big venue, and it's just so cool because it does kind of feel like a close knit like group. Like yeah. every year I went there, even if I'm like not like talking to these people all the time, it's still like I know who they are. And yeah, you could still wave at someone or take pictures with them, and they're they're cool with it. Yeah. you can talk to them about whatever. I went there for like an independent uh, company in Edmonton, and I was doing interviews. With just people dressed up in certain really? costumes. Yeah. This is while I was, was in school um, for, for broadcasting. And, man, it was really cool. No one denied an interview. Everyone wanted to talk. Uh, I was even doing jokes. And, like, I was just going up to random people and, like, playing rock. Like, I wouldn't say anything. And I'd be like this. Mm-hmm. And people would play rock, paper, scissors with me and just put yeah. my fist out. It's like, it was just a fun just a fun little thing that I was doing on the side while I was in school. And, yeah. It just really showed how cool the expo is, but I, Oh, excuse me, I do want to give it a couple of years, but I definitely want to go travel oh, like so bad. Go
0: to San Diego
2: or whatever. I'm hitting, I'm hitting Calgary next month. Yeah, yeah, you're doing the, it. Uh,
0: expo. Yeah. Damn, that's so exciting. Yeah. I didn't even see the lineup. Yeah, stories. who's coming? Who's going? Uh,
2: so far they're ha- they they don't have much of a lineup in the like in the comic industry. Oh, okay. Mm. Um, so far, usually, usually they start adding people like come. April, like yeah, once you get and now like restrictions are getting lower. Yeah, man. so we'll we'll probably start to see them filtering in. But right now it's uh, Jay and Silent Bob are going to be there. Really? Yeah, that's uh, dope. Uh, yeah, I got and, it. Uh, okay, when yeah. is it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a I'm a yeah. big Kevin Smith uh, guy. Yeah, and uh, th- three guys from from the Clerks movies oh, okay. are also going to be uh, be yeah. there. They got. um uh rucker from guardians of the galaxy oh uh, frick he's, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah yeah uh yondu yeah yeah uh he's gonna be there uh they've got i think their main headlining is they've got um it's an unexpected reunion of the hobbits they got oh all, all yeah all four all four of that's awesome so, yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be a good yeah a good time just i'm i'm more looking forward i gotta see like Come on, start adding the comic yeah. book, yeah. you know, uh, or like the artists and the writers and, and shit in there, because because uh, I, I love going around to those now because nobody knows who they are in some cases, <laughs> so you can just go up and you can have a conversation with yeah. them and, and and it's it's like it's it's fantastic.
0: Dave has a picture with Stan Lee. Yes, he met Stan Lee. <sighs> Is that insane? Every time, like when I rewatch oh. the movies now and see them, I just like.
1: Oh.
2: I also have a picture with, uh, uh, Mick Jim. Foley. Oh,
0: Mick Foley, yeah. That's cool too. Yeah,
2: first and and my brother, because my brother's like I watch wrestling, you know. I was like, but my brother was like, Mick Foley's here. I got I got I got the book. I am and we get a, get him to sign it, uh, like his autobiography. And uh, we was, I was like, okay, so we get in line. We we get for the pictures and stuff. We get up there, and first thing my brother says to him, I've never read a book in my life until you're an autobiography. <laughs> <laughs> and to that point I didn't really see him smiling all that much but he smiled when he heard that because it was just like so, of all the things that you can yeah, think of so this
1: is really this is really weird so do you know that he has a, like a stand up special really like he does like a stand up tour he tells that as a joke
0: no and way. he was in
1: Edmonton uh, a couple years ago I didn't get a chance to get a picture of him but in in his story, he he it's not really like stand up comedy how it yeah. usually is. Yeah. It's more so just storytelling, and it's funny because it's McFoley. Yeah, and yeah, he tells a story about that at one of his shows. No, um, freaking yeah. Way. So I don't know if that's, that's specific. I mean, there could or have many been. Years a lot. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, but but he he said <laughs> that because he talks about not being a writer yeah. and writing the book, and then that happening Uh and i don't know the punchline i don't want to ruin it but yeah he makes some sort of joke about it wow your brother could be famous for being an (laughs) (laughs) idiot
0: man shout out to him (laughs) that's awesome uh so as we start to get into the back end of the podcast really quick question Were when you were younger reading more often uh single issues or graphic novels when i was younger single issues single issues damn yeah I, I, I'm a graphic novels guy. Dave's a single issues guy. I just, right. to me, it was so much easier just to go like, here's 20 bucks, give me all five Ultimate mm. Spider-Man. Well, now
1: it's like, the, like yeah. even like, you know, I, since into my 20s, it's been like that. I don't remember, yep. like I said, the last time I bought an issue. But yeah, when I was a kid, definitely, because I wasn't buying them. My mom was. It's cheaper mm. just to buy the... The $2. You know, yeah, Back when so it was like she, a buck. Yeah, <laughs> just, she would just grab a bunch of them when she bought all her fitness magazines and threw them on top and there you go. And then she put an
0: Archie in there for some reason even though I wasn't a big Archie fan. Uh, You don't watch Riverdale? (laughs) So now now one of the things you kind of hinted at earlier is the advent of digital comics especially Marvel Unlimited for us because this is something that even happened during the pandemic. I mean we couldn't travel we don't have a comic book store the closest one is grand prairie which is two hours away which you can't travel to yeah. like it's just one of those things where it's like there was a drought there for me for sure where i was like i got nothing yeah. like i haven't read a comic book in a couple months and it wasn't by choice but then dave got into marvel unlimited and then yeah. he eventually got me into marvel Unlimited. so what, what got you into marvel unlimited uh, just the access like yeah. the, the access to stuff like
2: like i mean my uh, i'm gonna say i've got a Pretty good collection of Amazing Spider-Man, for example. Like, I mean, I've got issues going all the way back to, I think ninety issue 98, 97. Wow. On you know eight hundred something. Um, it it just it like it. it you can't once you get to a certain point in collecting comics, especially going back, you hit a roadblock where you're like, okay, now I'm spending like two, three, four hundred dollars an issue. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, but I'd like to read it to you know, but knowing that you could get on the Marvel Unlimited, sign up and I could go, okay, shit, I'm gonna read Fantastic Four from mission number one. Yeah. Way back when and just count you know, go through all of it. And that's what I liked was having that access. I got really sick and tired of like the crossover shit. Where they would have like secret wars, and then they'd have like eight million friggin' side mm-hmm. stories that were going on, and and like some of it was in stuff that I don't collect or I don't, you know, I'd, I'd never read before or, or or didn't read. So I, you know, I'd be buying all these friggin' things, and some of it was just like crappy writing, crappy. Well, this was a great outlet to just be able to go like, okay, I can read it digitally and not have to, you know, buy it. Certainly not taking up room in my house, which is the main concern. <laughs> my main concern with my wife. Is that if if the comic books start to expand beyond the room they're in, I might be in trouble. (laughs) So it was just great to be able to do that to to be able to go like, hey, I you know I don't read this comic, but it's like it's connected to the storyline that we're reading, so I can just jump over and
0: read it, Mm -hmm. right? Plus all that old crap that you just can't get your hands on. Yeah, boom, there you go. Yeah, so me reading comics, I always had like my main ones that I'm like, yeah, I read every single issue. So like my Ghost Rider, my Ultimate Spider-Man, all the Ultimate Universe really. But then what I would do is like I would just go to the library and Edmonton Public Library is my favorite thing in the entire world. It's the best. Uh, and then just go to the com- graphic novel section and just pick random graphic novels. Because I like just, I mean, most of them are garbage. It was like, I'm never reading this again. But, you know, at least it was. They're a little ripped on the spine. Yeah, exactly, right. That right that type of thing. Too, yeah. And it's just one of those things where it's just like, you know, just just consume an insane amount of comics. And it's, again, most of them are garbage. But I was able to just, you know, it looked interesting. Let's try it out. Yeah. But then what happened was, you know, move away from Edmonton. Don't have the library system. So then, you know, I tried Fort St. John, just not as good. So then I'd go to the comic book store. And I accidentally drop you know a couple hundred bucks on just random graph novels, and it's like, well, I I wanted to try it out, but then it turns out it was garbage, you know, that type of thing. It's like I just wasted twenty bucks, type of thing. So like, what I found was Dave was like, you know, try it out. I was always hesitant on digital because I didn't like the way it worked. I I tried Comicsology back when it first released. Yeah. It was like twenty ten or something like that, yeah. and it was it was a little bit rough. I Maybe mean, that's just you know. It was first released right so i was a little bit hesitant on that but then dave got me into the marvel enemies like just try it out and like you said the nice thing about it is you could just i mean obviously there's the pay you pay for it but you can just read an infinite amount of comics mm-hmm. if you want, if you have yeah. the time and you wanted to, right? And, like, it allowed me to read comics where it's, like, I'm not willing to spend 20 bucks on you, but I want to know what happens in case it's good. Yep. And then, it, you know, you can read it. And there's also the ones that's, like, man, I've been looking for this comic for, like, five years and I've never found it. Finally, I can read it. Oh, it was garbage the whole time. <laughs> you know, type of thing. So, like, it, it, and like I said, in the beginning of this conversation was, you know, the pandemic couldn't go to the... I still didn't read the ones I, I was collecting. So like Immortal Hulk, I didn't yeah. read on Marvel Unlimited. I'm like, I'm, all, I'm gonna wait, I gotta wait for that stuff. But I did start reading like, you know, uh, I started reading like Matt Fraction, you know, uh, mm-hmm. uh, Hawkeye, which I probably wouldn't have read without Marvel Unlimited, and like, uh, Al Ewing on Loki, and like, the just stuff. And we even did a podcast on all the crossover events. I had to catch up on all the crossover yeah. events and, and read them all, which would have been- Yeah, insane. you don't have to but go drop. Like
2: you said, two hundred bucks. Yeah. on On a bunch of graphic novels to get caught up on something. Just yeah. De- or, uh, de- with Marvel the Marvel Unlimited. Marvel Unlimited, you just go in, read whatever you need to read. Yeah. You know, skip whatever you want to skip. It's It's good. And, and I will it, say, sorry, I was gonna say it's,
1: it's two. It's thirty bucks. Yeah. And like, if you're a fan, you like right now with me catching up, you, it's
0: it's all there. That's yeah. Nice, yeah. Right? right? Like, it depends on how. Like, obviously, like the value of it will will uh change how depending on how much you read, right yeah. like again, if you're reading like you know five worth of graphic novels in like a month then yeah of course it's worth it you know type of yeah. thing. It's like if you're only reading one a year then it's not worth it but if you're yeah. reading a, a, a crap ton, it, it's definitely worth it. And then uh, the other thing I found really interesting about it was just uh, I never really read up-to-date stuff because I read graphic novels and because I didn't have money all the time for it, sometimes I'd be, like, two years behind stuff. So, like, actually, I'm actually reading stuff where I'm waiting a week for, like, oh, what's when's, what's going to happen in the next issue? And I've never had that to me before, where it's, <laughs> like, I'm actually waiting for the for the thing on a, like, because it's not available. It's, like, because Marvel Minute does have a bit of, de- of a delay. Yeah. I think it's, like, two months or something like that. Yeah, there are a couple, couple of issues.
2: Depending on what, what the production rate is, yeah.
0: for, like, a comic,
2: like, Amazing Spider-Man, which is done, I think, like, three times a month, you, like yeah, you're you're behind like six six issues, seven issues, mm-hmm. something like that for a regular comic
0: like two issues, three issues, Yes. Yeah. So of. it is it is interesting being current with what's currently happening. So I, f- yeah. I find that pretty interesting. So what what do you like about Marvel Unlimited Well, first off, I don't think I'll get to the point where I'm like catching up every week like yeah. waiting for it for a long time. Yeah. And that's the, the
1: the I love it because of the access. It can be a little daunting for me just based off the fact that I'm trying to catch up, right? Like I yeah. but at, at the same time I'm having fun and it's all there. Yep. Like I'm crushing through Ultimate Spider-Man right
0: now. Yeah, and I I think there's like a hundred and there's there's like thirty graphic novels. So times five is like 150. Yeah, yeah, around
1: there. So and and I'm crushing through them, but I'm taking breaks to go read other issues. Right, like it's just cool that everything's there where I could just okay, I'm gonna take a break from this. Let's check out. Let's go to Moon Day and see kind of what I want to read. I just think it's really cool that it's also not just you know, like we said, the mainstays right now, like the, the mainstream ones, like your Spider-Man's Hulks, yeah. and you know, you can go to a Moon Knight, a Ghost Rider, yeah. you know, some of these characters that aren't as popular, and you can really, you know, sink your teeth into it, especially if it's maybe a character that you're not used to, oh, hey, well, I don't need to go pay all this money. It's similar yeah. to, you know, some of these offshoots to a big arc going on, oh, okay, I can you know, read this character without having to spend all this money, right? Like, and just test it out, which is really cool as well. Um, One thing I don't like about it, and I don't know if you guys have this problem, but I'm having a real big problem of it tracking like what I've read and mm, the yeah, ones that I want to save and stuff like that. Like I wish that was better. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, I know where I'm at so I just kind of go there. And this, yeah. they do have the red bar at the bottom if you read it. That still shows up but you know where it says like continue reading yeah. or like the ones you saved. That always messes up for me. Yeah. But other than that, like it's just a small thing. i something that will probably it's a, it's a user fixed. interface thing yeah right? so. yeah yeah. but the fact that all these comics are there and like hey yeah I can go back to the early days of Spider-Man even though I might not have as much fun reading it I still could <laughs> Yeah, you know it's there and yeah, then the possibilities yeah. there one day I'm like ah screw it yeah. I'm bored you know how <laughs> did Fantastic Four come into the world oh yeah. there you go it's very, it's
0: very interesting, yeah. I my biggest complaint with it is like I'll be reading an issue and finish the issue and want to go to the next, or the next, no, no, not the next one, but like, like I said, if I'm caught up on a series where it's the last one that's available, I want to then go back into the app to go read like you know the other yeah. X Men or something like that. I have to like close the app and then reload the app to get back to where I was. Yeah. There's
2: a lot of a lot of little glitchy yeah. issues like yeah. that. Um, that I found same thing like tracking you know. Issues moving through yeah. them. Did it save the comic I was looking at? No, all of a sudden, now it's back four issues from where I know I left yeah. off. Yeah. That kind of crap. But at the end of the day, it's like you said, like, it, you know, Still I know where I'm at, but to just have that access, yeah, it's, it's you so know, cool. I'll put up with the, the glitches. Yeah, which is
0: fair. Yeah. And, and they'll get better. I mean, you know, Disney and Marvel are a small company. You know, <laughs> 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 you got to give them patience. Eventually, they'll <laughs> figure it out. <laughs> they'll figure it out. You know, that type of thing. All right, so Trey is getting back into comics. Obviously, he has his mainstays that yeah. he's, he's getting into. But I thought it'd be really fun if we gave him some suggestions. As he's alluded oh, really? to, I've, I've given him some suggestions. I was going to say, you can't give me any that you've already given. No, me. so I'll let you know kind of the ones I've recommended. Okay. And I've, I recommend this to the listeners every single week. you got to read Immortal Hulk. I just finished it. It's I, I The ending was – we'll talk about this in a different yeah. podcast. The ending was yeah. a little meh. But, uh, but *Immortal Hulk* as a whole is one of the best comic book stories, lines of all time, in my opinion, so far. Uh, I've recommended uh, Jason Aaron Thor mm-hmm. back in like 20, I think it was 2012, 2013 yeah, or something like that. Out of you, you really got me into that, so it, it was really good, but just Jason Aaron and Ribic I think it was the art. I yeah. uh, highly recommend that, and I think I recommended um, all the new X-Men stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think all of it's great, I mean he's rereading all of it so can, he can tell you more about it, but there's certain ones that are really good, and like the yeah. the Jonathan Hickman House of X, Powers of Ten—you have to read. Like it's—it's it's yeah, really it good, good there. So I think—is th- there any one more I have recommended recently? Well, I remember us talking about Ultimate X Men, but I don't yeah. think it was a recommendation. I just think I
1: probably move on. Yeah, I was probably going to move on there after Ultimate Spider-Man.
0: Yeah, the—the the one thing I'll say about Ultimate X Men uh, again, I'll say this to the readers, uh, listeners as well, highly recommended—is post Ultimatum, Ultimate X Men is really good. Apparently, the guy who wrote it, piece of shit, but, yeah. <laughs> which happens a lot in comic book industry. But the, the story arc they were going with was really good. So like, I, I think it's just called Ultimate Comics X-Men at that point, mm, but it's, it's highly recommended. Okay. Uh, but yeah, what are your what are your recommends, David? Mean, it doesn't have to be new. It can be old stuff, too. Yeah, um, I mean, Spider-Man-wise,
2: I always recommend uh, uh, is the uh, Craven's Last Hunt. Um, still, to this day, one of my favorite storylines just because again getting the comics each week and the first issue starts off with spider-man getting shot killed and now i gotta wait <laughs> a month to find out what the hell's going on yeah you know, so it's like that kind of that kind of thing it was it was a great great run uh dealt with some pretty dark dark yeah. material as, as, as well but it was it was it was fantastic just go to i hope they um, do craven well yeah, I hope in the Craig, movies. You yeah, know. yeah, yeah, because I really like
0: Craven. Who here. knows, man? <laughs> I don't um,
2: know. You know, as far as uh, as far as some of the other comics, like uh, I would look at. Um, there's there's the great thing about like if you like X Men, there's tons of you know what I would say are easily little graphic novels that you could you, you should grab if they even produce yeah. them in a graphic novel, like in in series, not like you know Ten of X or House of uh, House of X uh, or Ten, um, depending on how you read that. Uh, is stuff like a uh, mutant messiah um, was was awesome. Uh, uh, Executioner song uh, great. Um, I just got you a graphic novel on uh, mutant massacre. Mutant massacre. Um, uh, th- those are all great. If you like Bendis, which who who does yeah, Spider Man, yeah. uh, his Daredevil run. Which he wrote I the whole thing. That too. It yeah. is it is amazing, and and the the two artists that worked with him through most of it mm-hmm. are, were just like the perfect fit for for that that dialogue heavy uh, kind of writer. Yeah. Um, were was fantastic. The current run in Daredevil is the Dark State. World, uh, yeah, which just just blended into uh, Dark Rain, Devil's Rain, or Devil's Rain. Sorry, um, is which is just blowing my mind right now uh it's been awesome um
0: you know the thor ones that you mentioned mm-hmm. were great the new thor is really good too yeah there's a new writer called Donnie cates that he's done a lot of crazy stuff he, what he's doing with thor is like <laughs> what <laughs> it's it's pretty nutty i highly recommend uh what is, is it just god of thunder thor it? no that was the jason aaron one that was the jason yeah, aaron. I th- yeah. what was the name of this one just Thor. Just Thor. Okay, yeah, yeah. 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 It's really
2: it's, good. it's It's been good. Um, Hickman's run on The Avengers was amazing. Pretty good. Yeah, um, that was like Marvel now. It great right into uh, oh. Secret Wars. Yeah,
0: Secret Wars. I think yeah. I've recommended you this as well. But yeah, Secret Wars was amazing. Mm. It was it was super good. I had read
1: like one issue of Secret Wars and it did seem like, obviously it was a couple of years yeah. ago. But anyway, it did seem pretty interesting. The, the crazy thing too is, I want to consume it all. Like, yeah. Now hearing you guys talk about it, it's like, I want to like I want to just like take it all in now but Take take Hundred <laughs> uh, percent.
0: I think the other nice thing I like about Marvel Unlimited is you can search by author. Mm-hmm. So like, what I what I discovered, so Immortal Hulk is written by Al Ewing, and I'm like, dude, I love this. I got to find out what else he's did. He did a really good run on Loki. Yeah. He did something called the Ultimates. Like it, it was outside mm-hmm. the Ultimate yeah. universe. He did the Ultimates really good. So that I think great. that's another thing to recommend is like writers. Al Ewing's great. Donnie Cates is great. Jason uh, Jason Aaron's great. I mean, he's had some misses lately, but he a lot of his older stuff was really good. Uh, obviously, Bendis has like. 20 years of Marvel yeah, books yeah. you can read. Like, he was the guy for a long time, so. I'll have to,
1: because that's the thing, is, like, I do like Bendis a lot, mm-hmm. and I'm very much into, like, story Me too. Yeah, <laughs> so, so that's the thing, was where I want to be careful, because I do want to branch out and start to see these other writers
2: and artists. I mean, there was a point where Bendis was writing everything. Every, so, yeah, I mean, they, yeah. it, Like, yeah. he's got a run in Avengers, yep. he's got the Daredevil, he's got the Spider-Man, well, Ultimate... Uh, Spider-Man uh, did, you know, the Daredevil. Like he's 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 done he's done a lot, and that is a great great way of, you know, going okay. I like this guy's writing, mm-hmm. and and okay, but maybe I'm not a huge like Doctor Strange guy. Yeah. But he's writing Doctor Strange. I'll give it a try, yeah. and then you'll be surprised that like wow, I like the way he writes this character. Yeah. Like it, it just it just changes
0: the perspective on it. Yeah. I'd have yeah,
1: to see that one you know, because I'm not a huge fan of Doctor Strange, but. Yeah.
0: Uh, oh, yeah, I, I don't think I've ever read. Oh, Strange Academy. So <laughs> I like I, I. It's really weird because I'll go from Ghost Rider, which is like let's go punch the devil in the face, yeah. all the way down to Strange Academy, which is basically Harry Potter. Like I have that range, and so it's one of those things where yeah, it's I, I do like Strange Academy. This a is, lot really, I'm the same. This is this happens. is a,
2: this is Greg's week or monthly pitch meeting for Strange, Strange Academy. Academy. <laughs> hey, I
0: haven't I haven't tried to convince you to read Runaways yet. So. No, <laughs> So Did You a, watch that show? I tried. I had it on my list. Is it? Is it stupid? It's like our fourth episode. It was just me ranting about how bad it is. Oh, okay. Because you know what's funny is the guy who wrote Why the Last Man wrote the original Runaway is Brian K. Vaughn. And I love Brian K. Vaughn. Yeah. But the show was so garbage. It was. It was bad. So wrong. So uh, you, you can listen to that podcast. It was. It was, it was, it was a <laughs> rant. Uh, for sure. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Any Any questions you have for us mm-hmm. or anything like that for recommendations or anything like that? Or any questions you have just about our nerddom in general, since you haven't listened to the podcast apparently. Okay, well, <laughs> yeah. first of all, I didn't know this is required. No, 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 I'm just joking. Um, My wife was on a podcast one time. She didn't listen to this. <laughs> episode, so. Yeah. yeah. I, I think the
1: the biggest thing for me is how much time do you guys spend reading comics? Like, I want to know. Like, I've never mm-hmm. asked someone
2: this. How much time do you think in a week, approximately, do you spend reading comics? Probably not as much as. As you'd think, like I, I, I mean, I probably spend, I would say, probably anywhere between an hour to two hours a day. Mm-hmm. Like, and that's just because I'm trying to catch up on like, uh, you, you know, the most recent issues that just mm-hmm. came out. You know, I'll, you know, kind of power through them. There might be some like older stories that I'm like just, just curious about, and I just go like, you know what. I remember reading this, and it was great. I'm going to go back and read that I mean, again. You're stuck in your head yeah. and you're like, "I'm going to go back and read it again." Yeah. Um, but yeah, I would say probably about probably no more than no more than 2 hours, probably closer to the 1 hour mark.
0: A day though? That's a crazy day. to me. Yeah. yeah. Last last month
1: or like or was it month? Last month and the month before when I started Marvel U. Yeah. It was like 3 to 4 hours wow. a night. <laughs> like I was, I would get home
2: and because yeah. I just couldn't stop thinking. We also, don't it. understand how much time I have. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> this guy has a lot
0: of free time on his hands. Yeah, if I had down. as much free time as Dave, exactly. I'd be reading more. <laughs> exactly. I, I yeah, so I, I'm, accurate. I'm a millennial in the sense of like yeah, i've sure. built uh ah, thank yeah. you i am uh i'm built for binge binge uh, yeah. uh method because like netflix and all that stuff which is in my head i want every single episode right now type of thing so but what i like to do is i go through waves so like one day i'll read like five different graphic novels in one day but then i won't read anything for like two weeks like i'm on mm-hmm. a, a bit of a drought right now like i finished immortal hulk and i haven't yeah. read something since uh which maybe it's just because that's it's that good but, uh, um, yeah. It's like, been, like, two weeks for me
1: since I've actually been on the app because I've been playing with the Mass Effect series. <laughs> so, like, that's the that's thing, too, else, is, right? yeah. is like, all the other interests I have is, it's it's just, like, finding the time. Because I was just, as soon as I got the app, I was just, I ran right. through Hawkeye. Then I started reading other issues. Then I yeah. was like, oh, Ultimate Spider-Man. Oh,
0: I remember that one when yeah. I was a kid. I'm going to go. Inside. I mean, that's the yeah. downside of having all of it available. just yeah. too much to read sometimes. <laughs> but yeah, no, I definitely, I'm definitely a binge method where it's like, like, I'll, I'll sit down and read a crap ton in like one day, but then take a break for like a week. And it also depends on like, if we have something to do for the podcast, like I said, when, when we were trying to do the podcast for the crossover events, yeah. I was reading so much yeah. for like a month because I was trying to catch up on before the podcast type of thing. So it does fluctuate a, a, a bit. So. Yeah, I'm the same way with that with a lot of the media I consume too, right? Like anime, I'll go through like, oh, I'm n- doing nothing except watching anime for like a week and then I'll just take a break for like a month.
2: Well, and I mean, I'll go through phases of like, like I say, pretty consistently, like I'll touch a little bit of it every every day or every week, but I'll go through phases where I'm like, I'm just like hardcore into comics right now
0: Yeah, for whatever reason, yeah, good storylines yeah. or something's
2: going yeah. on and I'll just be pouring everything I have into that and then the next thing I know, I'm like, oh, do you know what? Um, all of a sudden, it's Dungeons and Dragons, or it's, yeah. or it's, you know, a good video game comes out, and yeah. I'm just like, I just pour into the video game, and the other stuff kind of gets put off the side. Still, you know, dabble. dabble a little bit, but but it'll just kind of bounce around all the time and get like really into it and then I That's leave it That's exactly what I'm like too Yeah Yeah, You're a millennial <laughs> no. Welcome to the club yeah. Step into the world We were built for Netflix no, yeah. um, I can disprove that because I like Weekly comics. Oh. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> there you go. You
1: ruined it. The crazy yeah. thing for me too, like, is with the like with my job. Like, I'm writing every single day too. Yeah. so I have a screen in front of me. I'm reading all the time. Yeah, so that's also kind of a deterrent because I I also read novels. Mm-hmm. Like I read constantly. Mm-hmm. So it, it's just it's Even when I more. get home. I want to sit down and watch something like like, like Frasier or something like that. I'm a huge <laughs> Frasier fan, too. I'm a big... I've ran through that oh, series man. three times, so I'm... A, yeah, anyways. You didn't vet
2: this guy? I love... I love Suicide Squad. I love Frasier. We needed
0: fresh blood on the table. <laughs> <laughs> we had to mix it up once in a while. That type of thing, so... Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I, I think that's a good place to stop unless yep. you guys have anything la- left to say. I'm good. I can keep going. We can keep going like, uh, forever. We'll do a yeah. part two eventually. We'll get, <laughs> we'll get somebody else in here, you know, and then we'll just bombard them with new stuff. <laughs> yeah, thanks everybody for listening. Uh, let us know in the comments if you have any recommendations for what Trey or even Dave and I should try checking out. It uh, could be new, could be old type of thing. And yeah, make sure to follow us wherever you found your podcast, and we'll see you next time.
1: Thanks for listening. Bye.